All right. Here we go. Starting now. Is it bad if I never get tired dancing to our intro music? I never get tired of it. It's just so never great. Bad. It's never it's bad. Never thing. bad. Never bad thing. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Almost Sideshow. We are so glad you are joining us as we continue to go through Barry episode by episode. And man, do we have a humdinger for you today. Uh, we're looking at season three, episode six. Only a couple more left until we're out of episodes and we have to wait for the new season to come out. I'm Terry. He's Adam. Adam, how's it going? Quite possibly one of my favorite episodes of the show so far. Yeah, I... Uh, That's not a season finale, of course. <laughs> I know. I, th- this episode is great. I, I, have, I take notes, like religious notes, as we go through, so I can refer back to them as we record. This is the first episode where I literally had to stop and pause the episode. And go back because I'm. There's too much going on. I missed something. <laughs> Let's go back and figure out what exactly just happened, so I can actually yeah, I write have... it down. Because it, the action's moving too fast for me to be able to keep up. Similar stuff here too. I don't keep as you keep you keep notes of what's going on. You make your own synopsis of what everything's happening. But I just have the like our basic categories here, and I'm like, hold. Oh, I have to type this really quick because I'm gonna I'm gonna forget it. Because something else is coming up, so it's it's a really uh, really solid episode. Really good I, stuff. A lot of cool things. I have four pages of notes for this episode. Holy darn! But that yeah, that's that's just what I do. That's what I do. Anyways, yeah, let's get into it. There's too much to talk about, and we can't waste any more time. Here we go. Season three, episode six, entitled Seven Ten North. All right, here's our synopsis. We start with Fuchs. Showing Taylor's family where the hot tub was going to go, they shoot him and leave him for dead. He is found by some Mexican cowboys, randomly, who save his life. He has another shot at a fresh start. But he then sees the article about Gene and Barry and decides to keep going and calls Moss's dad. Albert starts to suspect Barry might be behind everything going on and asks Chris's wife if she could arrange a get-together. Sally is offered a new job with Banshee as a writer on a crazy Medusa show, and she takes it. Hank sees the nursery and realizes his whole life is falling apart. Gene, on the other hand, gets news that a big producer wants him to start a master teaching class show, which would stream and play in theaters. Gene sees an opportunity to make it up to Annie, offering her his whole paycheck to step on as director. Barry gets a call from Chris's wife to come to the get-together, and he awkwardly says yes. While on the way, he is attacked by the biker gang, which eventually leads to the whole biker gang getting taken out in a variety of ways. He eventually arrives at the house, where he is the first to arrive. While trying to figure out who is attacking him, he sees that Kenneth Goulet has already visited, Chris's wife had poisoned his food, and Barry collapses to the floor. What the hell is going on, Adam? What is going on? What's going on? 
you softballed that to me. I did. I really did. <laughs> oh, wow. A lot of unpacked stuff here. Um, again, Barry's not the most inter- interesting part of this episode. I think a lot of the movie parts going on are so interesting. Has one of my favorite scenes in the episode or of the season, I think, or series, possibly. The, uh, the reveal of uh, Robert Wisdom as uh, Janice's father is going to be a fascinating turn of events mm. here. Uh, I think that's going to be really awesome. We Sally thing is uh, they're still spinning that uh, saucer. So they're keeping that afloat there, uh, trying to say, hey, there's something going to happen with her. Uh, but I think the more intra and the Noel Hank, there's not, he's not really an episode either too, but I think uh, uh, Barry, you know, at the, the ending of the show, I was just like, what the hell? Like what a cliffhanger that is probably one of the biggest, bigger cliffhangers. Cause our character could be dead. I doubt it because there's more episodes, more episodes of the season, but right. Right. It's still a thought, you know? Yeah. This, this was, this was nuts. And that ending just makes you go, what? I have to wait another week to do the show. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, how, how didn't he, did he not see that, that card sitting there before he took the bite, but whatever. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. This, this episode, there's so much, there's so much going on. It's going in all these, like I wrote, that is the most succinct synopsis I have written for an episode on this show. I, I gave like every character a sentence and the thing's a quarter page long. Just <laughs> every every side side uh little side plot its own sentence or two. It took a quarter of a page to write because there's so much going on and it's all packed into this little half hour here and it's just bouncing mm-hmm. back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and seeing everything all over the place. It's Man. The only thing you didn't mention really was the biker gang showed up to Jermaine's house, the apartment. Well, yeah, that was <laughs> oh my that God. was hysterical. <laughs> that was hysterical. All right, well let let's uh let's start to get into this a little bit. Uh, what was your favorite scene? That or long, what's the best long, scene? The the motorbike scene, I think, has to be my word. The yes, best. best. Uh, that's where we get the title, the seven ten north northbound. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Klein automotive spot, that was a great little tracking shot there. Cause it's again, they, they do this a couple times this episode where they something's happening in the, in the front of you, but in the, the foreground, you know, you're seeing something happen behind, behind the person. They don't even realize what's going on. Happened with Jermaine and uh, uh, Eric. Uh, that's Nick. Eric, right? Nick. That's right. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Jermaine and Nick in the the comedy studio. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, do Jesse Jackson. Go ahead. Uh, by, by the way, Nick is the worst. <laughs> Nick is the worst. <laughs> I mean, or all right, who's worse, Nick at doing sound effects, or Jermaine for asking Nick to do sound effects because he's horrible at it. <laughs> yeah. Jermaine, probably. Uh, yeah, it's like, why do you keep trusting this guy to be a part? You of want this, this guy to be on your awesome stand-up Bo Burnham style inside a comedy but, special? But Jermaine, the thing come is, on. Also, Jermaine sucks at it. Yeah, Jermaine sucks at it. Okay, back to the, back to the chase scene. Yeah, uh, I wrote that down too. Yeah. Uh, and because you've got you've got several fascinating parts of this whole thing, because you have just him 
humming along, driving to to his uh, to his thing, and then the bikes just kind of pull up. It's like, is that the guy? I think that's the guy. What what should we do? We should shoot, shoot him. him. And and he's listening to the whole thing. And so he takes off. You have the bullets starting to fly. You have this great tracking shot from inside the car, seeing everything that's happening. A great shot when he crashes into the one um, from like steering le- steering wheel level. Um, the mailman watching the whole thing. He takes the motorbike, and then the coolest tracking shot is when is it's an extended track one shot take of him getting onto the freeway and just going for it. And then the tracking shots through the traffic. I mean, there's so many cool things going on here. And honestly, I Probably. think my least favorite was the was when they get to the used car dealership because I it took me a couple times watching it to even realize what was going on because there is Everything so is... much chaos going on. I miss that Barry came out with a shotgun. And that's how that's who shot him. All of a sudden, the guy's shooting everything and then he's down. Was that Barry? I thought that was the used carsman. No, it was Barry. Because Barry, Barry imme- well, I, I, I rewound it and I watched back. Barry he walks in. He walks in, immediately goes into the back office. Oh, that's and, why. And, and, and starts looking around. He finds a shotgun. He comes out, takes the two shots, <laughs> grabs his beignets, and keeps on walking. And, uh, and hum. humming again, continuing to hum every step of the way. Uh, yet yeah, that whole sequence was just insane it was insane yeah i think that's just it if you want adam to like something you do shots like this like long tracking shots like lots of stuff going on we talked about babylon and there's other movies too that do the same thing with these long takes and a lot of stuff going on in the background and i think that i'm, I'm really liking that and the more and more i see it because the impressiveness of the filmmaking <laughs> But sometimes mm-hmm. it gets overwhelming, obviously, like scenes like this. I, I didn't pick up that it was actually Barry. I thought it was the, the free. I was going to give MVP to Klein, the, the owner of the. Oh, oh no. Because <laughs> I thought no. it was him, I mean, but it's not you, him. You, you, heard, you heard him talking there. It's, it's, no, it's uh, not MVP worthy. He's, he's having, having an affair. affair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, he, not MVP worthy. But no. Um, uh, but anyway, <laughs> that shot's great. But the, but the funniest shot, the spot is the guy shooting like a, a machine gun an automatic in traffic like I know, right oh i was like oh god who died like somebody had to die in that uh, well and then and then he drives the motorbike or the dirt bike on top of the roof of the dealership and is firing through the ceiling that, yeah I mean, that's just too. it's another crazy one the best part I mean, is like that, that's hey, that's just hand off that's just excessive yeah, yeah. low-key low lvp was the machine gun handoff because that Backfired about his back. <laughs> handoff! Handoff! <laughs> and he goes uh, flying into a, a jeep or a truck or something. Great. Uh, that was just pure, pure chaos. And only in California and, with that the tr- driving like like that and actually happens. You know, only, only in California. Only Taylor's family. Oh, only Taylor's family too. Only yeah. Taylor's family. <laughs> Not a high five moment there. Not, not a high five moment, no. But oh, but the I hot mean, tub. yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, the if you notice the uh, the synopsis random line for this one on HBO Max was, "What kind of guy wouldn't want to put a hot tub up there?" <laughs> I didn't read that yet. That's awesome. 
Uh, what dick says no to a hot tub? Uh, it. Gosh. Yeah, that second favorite it, scene because we both mentioned the same one. What's your next favorite? Um, I was trying to go back through and figure this out, and it might, it might be, the other one that we mentioned, which was Nick and Jermaine. <laughs> I mean, it's just because every time we go back to those guys, how many that this is, the last time that this is not the first time this has happened to them. The last time it happened, they were in the VR video game trying to get figure out how Nick could get good at this, and and Barry goes running in grabs a gun from under his bed and and walks out and now they're recording this horrible comedy special and uh and the same thing happens there's like five people in the house and they're and they're too busy trying to figure out how to make sound effects for every little line that he says and none of them need sound effects (laughs) yeah that's it's great (laughs) oh man i love it that was great. Uh, my favorite, my next favorite scene uh, would probably be the first time we see beignets by Mitch. Um, I mean, or big nits, big nits by Nit Mitch. What's a big nit? It's a big nit. <laughs> uh, so you get uh, you get Sally and her uh, her agent, um, Lindsay, Lindsay, and they're like, oh, so she, first of all, she ha- throws the bag, LVP, glittering. Come on, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's beignets by mitch with a long line and then you get the she's like eating scarfing down a beignet and she's like get your own freaking beignet <laughs> to the, the, the lady who's trying to grab her box that's it's a that's a great little uh scene right there and that it's keep keeps going back to it um beignets are delicious by the way like uh uh i'm not sure if you're a, a beignet fan but we were gone to Disneyland for a couple of years back and we tried some beignets and my wife, we'd never had them before. And we're like, we need to come back here every day. Like this is the, the beignets are the best. Get some powdered sugar on there. Beignets are good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did, I hadn't mentioned him yet because yeah, I have a, I, 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 it's yeah. He's coming Mitch, up. <laughs> Mitch is the MVP of the season. I don't care if he doesn't <laughs> pop up ever again. That. But I mean, his his sage's advice to everyone. I mean, I I don't think they're in line for the beignets. They're in line to to hear from Mitch and what they should do with their lives. So I talked to my daughter. I talked to my daughter and and... (laughs) dip that toe. Dip Dip that toe. toe. (laughs) Dip that toe. Uh, He's the MVP of the season. He's the stick man of the episode. He is. He is. He he's overtaken everything. He he's. Uh, I think we could rename the stick man, the Mitch man. Um, <laughs> because he's, he is the man. Mitch, there, there's Mitch valuable player. Is that what we're talking, talking the, about? The Mitch, the Mitch valuable player, MVP, <laughs> the Mitch valuable player. Oh man. Now that would be the new nickname, the new name for the stick man, the Mitch valuable player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's- this valuable unit. Uh, <laughs> oh man! That, all right, yeah, I, I'm okay. I, I, we can we can uh, we can second that. We uh, we'll change the Stickman Award to to, to the Mitch Man. To the Mitch Man, yeah, we could do it. <laughs> I second the, it. Let it be Mitch so. Mitch's the Mitch's beignets. You know, you know what I mean. Mitch's beignet. <laughs> Mitch's beignets. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Used to be uh, a yeah. zero though. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a beignet. 
got more girth to it now. <laughs> it's more distinguished. <laughs> he dreamt. He dreamt bigger. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous now. This really is it's, off the rails. It, it really is. It really is. Uh, who's the Fuchs bag? The lady trying to get the beignets. I, I mentioned it. <laughs> That's the lady. What a dick move. Like, come on. Like, uh, get your own freaking beignets. You sit in line. Get some more. The reason why that line is so long is because they want to talk to Mitch. And he doesn't speak the fastest. He, he hey, really man, doesn't. careful, bro. There's a beignet here. Like, come down. The, yeah. Well, and then there's a scene with, where, with Noho Hank, too. Noho Hank mm. and Mitch. Where yeah, he's telling one. him everything's going on, and he tells him he tells him to drop a to to drop um, Crystal uh, Crystal Ball. It's like this guy lied to you, man. He's, he's, like he's good for you. Yeah. You know what? I like your vibe. This business is exploding. We should go into Maybe business together. Become partners. Um, and um... and here's the thing. You know, Mitch is the man. So whatever he says goes. Hank should totally get in on this beignet business. And he walked away like, uh, no, I'm into heroin. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that you get that, you get that vibe. And the Dodgers apparently. And, like, and the, yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. Come uh, on. You're in Burbank. Go for the, uh, no, I don't know. Maybe you're not in Burbank, but <laughs> go for the angels. No, not the angels. The angels suck. No, don't go for the angels. Go for the Padres. That's the team. What are you talking about? All right, my my Fuchs bag. I can't find what the character's name is, but he's he's the dick that shoots Fuchs. He's the yeah, dick yeah. that uh, that says what kind of dick doesn't want a hot tub. He's the dick that uh, that tries to do the handoff. He he's the dick, and you know what? He's the only one that survived because he was fluke. in the van. Yeah, yeah he's he's the Fuchs bag. I mean, by bag. far, he's he's Good an call. idiot. Um. All right. <coughs> we already said the Mitch man. No, no. Okay, my Mitch man. I, I do have Mitch man. Uh, Fuchs. The guy didn't even do anything. Or he's got a lady <laughs> lined up already. Like seriously, he has. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. When I saw that, I was like, Yeah. So she kind of likes you. Like she wants to be your girlfriend. Uh, I told her that you seem like a pretty good guy. But he didn't. He was there for like five minutes. What is he? Marty Marty McFly with Calvin Klein underwear on? Like what's going on? Yeah, just gets a look. That's a looks great like a good guy. call. That's a great yeah. call. What and and it's the second time. Second time. It's the second time he he charmed over some random person in the countryside, even though it's only twenty miles outside of L.A. There's a well, the Starbucks, Starbucks right over, over that hill. hill. Yeah. yeah. What what do your people call water? Water. 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 <laughs> but I Dumb. mean, you 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 can't blame him because he thinks he's in Chechnya again. That um, is true. That that's a great call. That's a great call. Okay. Hey, that's John Hamm. Best new face award goes to. There's a couple here. There's yeah, couple I, here. I let me let me go first because go I got to talk about Vanessa Bayer. Yep. Um, yep. 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 She. Morgan Don Cherry. I yeah. I don't even know what what's her name. Morgan Don Cherry. Morgan Don Cherry. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Morgan Don Cherry, the one that pitches Sally the new show. The second I saw her, I'm like, oh, it's Vanessa Bayer. And then every bit of that performance is exactly how I would hope every Vanessa Bayer performance would go because she yeah. is so Vanessa Bayering it. It's like you you could take a show from being, yeah, to being, to, hmm. yeah, uh, or, oh, uh, to, oh. 
I mean, she it, should it give is... us like podcasting advice. She's like, you can take your podcast from uh to yeah. And then, yeah. and that's a great scene too, because the way that her and Lindsay start to connect, like, no, your email didn't say anything about uh, it said something about yeah, and that's what she can do. And so mm-hmm. that, that that banter is insane, but that that's all Vanessa Bear. That is that is Vanessa Bear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I had to I had to I had to shout out her. Yeah, good call there. Uh, the other I had her down, but also we have to mention him, um, Robert Wisdom, who plays uh, Jim here, uh, Janice's yes. Yes. Uh, the father. Uh, I've seen him in the Watchmen TV show on HBO, a uh, pretty good show there. But he was also in like Face Off. He played uh, Tito uh, Biondi, and he played in Ray. Apparently, he played in The Dark Knight Rises and this really crappy movie called The Loft. So he's been in some stuff that I've seen of him. I can't necessarily pick him, pick him out of the out of those movies or shows, but man, he looks like he's going to mean some business going on in this season. Like he even had that scene where he turned to the camera and just looked at it, looked at the camera. And, yeah, I mean he he's yeah. got one of those faces where the second you see, you go, oh, he's a badass. Yeah, he's. I mean, to produce something. Moss, he would have to be. Um, yeah. for me, forever, Robert Wisdom will always be Lachero from season three of prison break. Oh, um, here we go. He will always be, will always be I mean, the one that runs the Panamanian prison that, uh, that, uh, that Michael is thrown into to try and break out of that. He will always be Lachero. I think, uh, our old has actually seen prison break. So I have to see if she remembers that guy, but yeah, the, uh, you, you have not seen prison. prison break. Have you? I played the video game. Does that count? No, it doesn't. No, there's a video game. Yeah, this takes place in the first about the first season on the on Xbox. Yeah, played it. Weird. Talk about money grab on that. Yeah, I get Todd on that. (laughs) Todd is the biggest Prison Break fan you will ever see. I might, Um, I might, I go to a lot of game stores. I should try to locate that for him. Try to see if I can get one copy. And you may, you may need to, you may need to watch Prison Break. Like it's the first. It went on way too long. I think it went. It ended up going four seasons. The first season and a half is about as good as you could possibly get. Nice. When it comes to when it comes to TV, it, it's it's as good as it gets. The first season and a half of Prison Break, because that was back still when TV shows were like twenty three episode seasons, twenty three twenty four episode seasons. Like so, it's like a full like, like a, yeah. So like the first. The first like 36 episodes of that is insane. And then it starts to dwindle. It starts to go off in crazy tangents. And by the end, it's completely ridiculous. Uh, and back it feels, to prison. No, it, honestly, it feels the, the last season. It feels more like a, like a Fast and the Furious movie where it's like, all right, we're now we're going to get the family together to fight crime. And it's it's to uncover the conspiracy theory. It's it's weird. That sounds like a Anyways, lot of homework. We are way way off track here, but that's okay. Lachero was in this episode. It was worth it. Um, the Jermaine favorite minor character. I have Nick and Jermaine down. We already talked enough about them. Uh, who do you have? Mitch, the owner of Pinace by Mitch. I mean, he he's the answer to every question right now. I <laughs> he mean, is. you could you could make an argument that he's a Fuchs bag. because uh, <laughs> he's well, maybe not that. A, but... Well, I mean, he's. He also comes across as kind of a douche. 
But I, it's, <laughs> that is true. It's a good point. It's a good point. No, no, but he the also bad. comes across as kind of the man as well. <laughs> yeah, he's the man that everybody wants to be, and he's the guy that all the ladies want to be with. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Mitch. Pretty much. All right. Uh, the the very relatable moment. Mine. I love beignets, from... man. <laughs> You, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Mine comes from a scene we haven't talked about yet. That okay, is yeah. I, also probably one, like my third favorite scene of this whole thing. And it is uh, Barry walking through the department store looking for something to wear, giving the talk to text, text message to Sally. Um, it's, it's the Barry relatable moment because one, talk to text sucks. And he shows it in that, too, we all have been in that position where someone is having a conversation or someone is talking a text into their phone that really shouldn't be said out loud. Um, (laughs) Parentheses, comma, threatening your boss and all of the (laughs) other things. And parentheses, yelling face. Wincy emoji yelling at you in the office. And then and then it goes to her reading it because then he's talking to the person that's next to oh 50% off. That's a really good price. Anyways, I think that I think that uh things are possibly going better for me. I don't think I'm going to be acting anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you looking at that? You can have it now. Uh <laughs> it's it, it oh the stream of consciousness of that scene is just it's just brilliant. Oh, yeah, good call. And it's a, it's I, a very I, relatable moment. It is very relatable. He also apparently he like or Jermaine and Nick. I don't know. I cannot remember that character's name to save my life. It's Nick, His name right? Is Nick Nickleby. Nickleby. That's okay. How, yes. I, that's how I started to remember it. It because it's a double name. It's Nick Nickleby. Nick Nickleby. Okay. Well, they like Christmas vacation. <laughs> so. I saw a glass in that room where Barry was sleeping. He gets up and he's like, when he gets the phone call from Chris's wife, it's, it's a Christmas vacation glass right in the front of the camera. I and there's like two different that. balls in it. Yeah. He likes Christmas vacation. And That's we deep dope that shit. So we go did. look at that. Go we check did. that review out. Check it out. Check the great out. running gag about my bonus. Yay. <laughs> 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 that should be in the next soundbite for almost sideways, by the way. Yeah, it should. It should. Okay. <laughs> LVP, MVP. Then we got to see what's going on next. Uh, LVP. We, you just mentioned it. Barry, talk to text. It's LVP mm-hmm. moment. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Let's talk about my, the most cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Go. go with my LVP, LVP is uh, is uh, the dirt bike that Barry stole because that thing has no <laughs> yeah. engine on it. What the hell is up with that? I was like, was he scared to floor it? Like, because <laughs> we're gaining on him. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I know. I mean, he like, picked what, it up like he's like he's been on a bike before. You can imagine he's been on a bike before. But yeah, yeah he's he's going like thirty on 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 the seven ten. I mean, what what are we doing here? Yeah, it's a good <laughs> point because every everybody was flying by him. Yeah, L- LVP is the seven ten north traffic as well. Like obviously it's bumper LA to bumper, traffic. it's LA traffic in general LA sucks, traffic. and it it comes up on you like rule it rather quickly too. Mm-hmm. But MVP is the law in California that motorcycles can drive on the line and pass all the cars. Yeah, that is true. Because 
I was just waiting for a car to like cut them off and get like flip somebody over. I mean, but no one was moving. So, yeah, I was just like, well, no, that's not going to happen yet. And then all of a sudden there's a guy with a gun. I was like, holy cow, this plan's brilliant (laughs) until he sucks at they all suck at shooting, apparently. I mean, how did they plan that? I think they were just happened to be stuck in traffic. And they're they're on the they they get on the phone like, dude, he's on the seven ten. Do you see him? Oh, hey, he's right there. I'm gonna get him. Yeah, it, had, it, it had to be. There's no way they planned for him to get on a dirt bike and go down the freeway. That's, the Toretto. That's, he's not related to a Toretto. No, there's no well, way that there was. Plan there was happen. no plan. They randomly ran into him at the stop stoplight. Yeah, he's like, is this the guy? This is the hey, wait. This is a guy dumb all right mvp <laughs> it's mitch right yeah the mitch valuable player the um, mitch valuable player uh yeah mitch or his beignets either way yes that, that this is true or his sage advice sage advice yeah churros to beignets yeah the um I never think. thought of it that way before yeah <laughs> um also maybe that soundproof box that jerome and nickleby uh have yeah because they couldn't hear anything so that that's that's something you got nickleby right but it's jermaine not jerome did i say Jer- oh my god damn you it do, you do this often i get the <laughs> i overcorrect myself all right jermaine. now now to the big question what is going on what's gonna happen next i i all right here here's what i think i think albert shows up and saves Barry's life because he actually did want this get together. So unless she just like completely went rogue and the get togethers like three days from now and she called it early, maybe, but I think, I think Jerome shows up and that's how Barry gets saved. Mm, it's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, well, I think Jermaine and Eric are going to be able to. (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) No, um, I don't know. I think that one biker gang. Does he give up? Does he keep continue it? But I don't think that's the family member though. So probably not. There, there's Um, a bunch of them. Did you see the the article he was reading at the end? Was brother of famous motocross stars. Oh, dies in an apparent drug bust. So like all of them are his family. Like they're all and how how much does it make sense that Taylor comes from a family of extreme sports stars? So you're saying that Taylor's parents are the stickmen of the episode. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> now we're talking. There we go. Oh. Complete oversight until that that right there so um yeah that's there we go um yeah i think who else have we not seen yet pop back up i think gene makes his show he's gonna keep going on this upward trajectory he's doing the right thing i love how this how where his storyline has been going because i like it too he has really gotten on this redemption arc because of what has happened and he really sees i have a new lease on life I think him and Annie are going to start to become a thing again because they were a thing in the past. Maybe that goes south, which sends Gene back to right where he was before. Um, Oh, wait, we haven't seen 
the other guy uh, who got killed in the first episode of this the show, the father. Oh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Madison's, Madison's dad. dad. We haven't seen him pop up yet either. That's true. And he Gene, still might pop Gene, up. And then uh, Fuchs actually seen him, went to his house. I am still waiting for when someone sees Fuchs and goes, it's the Raven. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. At some point, point, it's got to happen. There's going to be at some point a showdown between Albert and Barry. Because Albert's got this figured out. He knows what's going on. Uh, and uh, he, he's, he's like William Miller's mother in Almost Famous. I know what's going on. Um, so there's going to be something that happens there. Uh, yeah. What's Hank going like to do? What's Hank going to do? I think Hank eventually goes into business with Mitch and they start making beignets together. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's not it's not a bad happen. idea. Mitch is the front man and Hank's the money man. But Hank's getting, he, Hank only knows how to run crooked organizations, so I don't know if that how well that probably, will fly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That could be... Um, I don't know. They, they are expanding their business. They're going to go... Well, yeah. uh, franchise that line out the door my word they're franchising it they said mm-hmm. but you can't but here's you can't mitch can't be everywhere it's not going to be the same thing people True. pay for mitch they don't pay for the beignets well Lindsay does everybody else pays for the pays for mitch and his yeah she just waited wisdom. outside she didn't care yeah exactly exactly cool. uh, uh I don't know. It's exciting. It's going to be a long five days until, or five six days before we do this again to watch it. Is. It. it is, and it's going to be it's going to be fun to see what happens next. We got two more episodes in this season, and then we're out of episodes. And then the almost wow. sideshow will have to go on hiatus for a little while till we get more Barry, or pick something else. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll figure that out then, Ernest. But for now, we'll be back in a week with the next episode of Barry season three. Any last words, Adam? I'm hungry for some beignets. Want some. Or some sage advice. That's probably what I need. What kind of guy wouldn't want a hot tub right there? We should. The almost side tub. Who says no to that? What kind of a dick says no to a hot tub? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Of course that's of course that's Taylor's family. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back at you next time. Until then, high five. High five.